Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey, Clever Investors, and welcome back to another show. Today, we're going to continue the A to Z of jargon that we get in the financing world. So we did A to L in a previous show. You can look back for that one. And today, we're going to tackle M to Z. So let's get started. M is for mortgage. So the definition of mortgage is money secured by property. That property is not necessarily real estate, but I think we normally associate it with. It can be motor vehicles. It's money secured by the property. And the word mortgage comes from Latin, meaning mort is literally like a death pledge. M is for mortgagee. The mortgagee is the lender of the funds, the holder of the mortgage. M is for mortgagor. So the mortgagor is you, the person who's borrowing the money and grants the mortgage over their property as security for the loan. N is for non-conforming loan. So non-conforming loans come from specialist lenders. And these are not evil people, far from it. There are some people that fall outside of the parameters that your regular high street banks are going to give approval to. So these non-conforming loans come from non-conforming lenders. They're not dodgy characters at all. They're people that fund the loans in a, in a different way. They have a different set of parameters. They still have to comply under Australian um, financing regulations, but their interest rates sometimes are a little bit higher. You've got to cost that out as to well, this is just the cost of doing the business. And they're available for home loans and for investment property loans and even for commercial property. O is for offset account. Now, this is a transaction account that's linked directly to the home loan. The balance in this account offsets the interest balance in the home loan. And it can help you to reduce some of the overall interest. When you're picking a loan product, get your mortgage broker to explain to you how this is going to benefit you. Trust me on this. It's not the be all and end all. If you don't have a sufficient balance of money in your offset account on a regular basis, it may be something that's just not worth you having and refer to standard or basic variable loan. O is also for ombudsman. Now, an ombudsman is an arbitrator that provides an, an avenue through which customers can make complaints about whoever they're dealing with. And it's not just to do with uh, financing here. Um, it's, there's ombudsman in the telecommunications industry and in the insurance industry. It's someone that you can go to without it costing you any money to make a complaint about a provider. 
P is for principle. And in this case, we're not looking at the principle of a school. We're referring to the outstanding, the original amount of money that you actually owe and borrow to buy property with. And that leads us on to then P for principle and interest or expressed as P&I quite simply. So this is a loan in which both principal and the interest bill are paid with each other during the repayment period, atypically associated with your home loan. R is for redraw facility. Now, a loan facility whereby you can make additional repayments into the loan and those extra repayments, everything above and beyond what the minimum had to be, you can actually take that back. So you can actually redraw that back from the loan. Now, redraws are for some lenders' products. It's free to do. With some of them, there is a cost Um, and there's also sometimes a minimum amount that you can redraw. So you couldn't just redraw $5 out. You would maybe have to redraw $500 out. Different loan products will vary with this. It's something, again, that you need to explore with your mortgage broker. I've had some clients over the years that actually like the fact that there was a redraw fee associated with their loan. Um, It maybe meant that upfront they got a cheaper loan product, but they were then penalised if they wanted to redraw, which actually made them stop and think, do I really need to take this money out? Do I need a new TV set? Do I need a new you know, uh, set of sneakers or, or something like that? It made it worthwhile them when they did redraw, they'd actually done, you know, they'd validated that they actually needed to get that money back. R is for refinancing. So refinancing means we're replacing or maybe extending the amount of loan that we have over a property or it could even be with a personal loan. Now you could be searching for a lower interest rate or you could actually be looking, well, I need to borrow more money and if it's to do with property, maybe I'm using that money to do a renovation or I'm using that money as a deposit for an investment property. So refinancing is something as, again, that you've got to validate yourself why you're actually doing it. Don't go refinancing. My advice is don't don't go refinancing just because you're looking for a cheaper interest rate. There should really be um, some, uh, you know, a multitude of reasons why you're doing it. There's always going to be a lower rate than what you've got out there. It can take anywhere from six to eight weeks to actually do a refinance. You've got to supply all the original loan documents you would have before, your pay slips, your transaction accounts. Um, there's still a legal standpoint that the uh, that the banks have to check out to make sure that you can afford this new loan. S is for security. So what we're looking at here from a property point of view or from a borrowing point of view is the property or properties that are going to be offered as a security for the loan facility. So if you stop making repayments on the loan, this is the the lender is then going to the mortgagee Uh, is then going to have the right to take over that security property so they could get their money back. S is for settlement date. 
This is the date on which the new owners, maybe you, takes possession of the property. So it could be that it's just a vacant block of land. It could be that it's an apartment. It could be a house. Sometimes you'll see it in documents as known as the drawdown date because that's literally the day that the loan facility is drawn down and made available to you. S is for stamp duty. So stamp duty is just another word for tax. And we need tax to help this country move along and be the great place that it is. There's two types of um, stamp duty that is uh, atypically payable when you are um, buying a property. Um, There will be the stamp duty on the actual property itself. And there may be a loan stamp duty as well, depending on the application. S is for strata title. This is the form of property ownership that is most commonly associated with units, apartments and townhouses. And it's where the owner holds title to a particular uh, unit within a, a lot of property. This is then called the strata plan. S is for survey. So when we're looking at property, a survey is a plan that shows the boundaries and where the building is positioned within a particular block of land. T is for tenants in common. Now, this differs from joint tenants that we discussed in the previous show here. So tenants in common is just another way of property ownership. The big difference here is, though, that you may still be 50-50 owners in the property, but if your partner in buying this passes away, you, unlike in joint tenants, don't automatically get their share of the property. So your your, their portion of it, sorry, would go through to their estate, which may be through to their family members, whatever is in in their will for it. It doesn't automatically come to you. Unlike in joint tenants, where in joint tenants, if the other party passes away, you automatically get their share. T is for term. And in this case, we're looking at term of the loan. This is the length of the loan or a specific period within the loan. T is for title search. This is a request to the land titles office to ascertain who are the owners of a particular property. Uh, are there any encumbrances? So encumbrance means is there any money owed or secured by this property? Are there any easements or anything? This is something that you don't actually do yourself. This is something that your conveyancer will do for you when you're looking at purchasing a property and they'll take you through the advice on if there's any issues around the title of the property. T is for Torrens title. Torrens title is now the most common form of property title in Australia, the ownership of the property. T is for the Real Property Act, abbreviated to RPA. This is the legislation that governs the operation of Torrens title. The ownership of the property is registered with the land titles office and evidenced by the certificate of title, 
which shows the current owner's name or owner's names and any other interests in the property. So interest meaning, have you got a mortgage on the property? So the bank is then actually noted on the certificate of title. U is for unencumbered. Unencumbered means a property free of any encumbrances. So in this case, we're looking at mortgages. Do you owe any money on the property or are there any restrictions that are actually associated with the property? Do you owe somebody else money that's then been linked to it? Maybe someone's been sued, they didn't have the money at the time and there's been an encumbrance put onto the property. V is for valuation. A valuation is an opinion given by a professional as to the value of a property. Now, property values will vary depending on who has been instructed and to what instructions they've been given to actually value the property. Real estate agents generally are not valuers. They will give you what we call a market appraisal. The lenders will do a valuation or instruct a valuation firm to go out and give their opinion on what they think the property is valued at. And that could be when you're purchasing the property originally, or it could be when you're looking at refinancing. V is for variable interest rate. So this is the interest rate on your mortgage that will vary during the term of the loan as interest rates go up and down, of which we have seen over the last few months here in Australia. That's it. We've come to the end of the alphabet on this jargon ABC. I hope this has put a lot of light on things. If you've got any questions, of course, you can always contact us here at the Clever Investor Podcast. You can email me directly at owen at thecleverinvestor.com.au. I'll see you next week for another Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders, Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.